So, uh, hello and welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular science combat, science combat, space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, last time you will have heard that Kiyama has recovered her memories. She has discovered that she is a Jedi. She knows who Darth Veleman is. Darth Veleman was a bully, uh, most specifically to Eshka and VC-20. And he was very rude. He's, he's such a bully. <laughs> he's, such a, he's, he's a rude little bully. Big terrifying bully. Let's actually rephrase that. Yeah, that's, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a, a big he's bully. <laughs> he's, he, he's a he's a very big, very terrifying bully uh, who is also very rude. Uh, VC twenty threatened everybody with a drill. Almost managed to talk you guys out of it. Uh, Kiyama and Eshka both got bullied more physically and set on fire in one case, <laughs> which I still sort of feel bad about Eshka. I'm sorry. It's okay. And, I knew how to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. And it's very basic Bothan elementary school stuff. You guys escaped, and Chris, you put a big long shopping list in the chat afterwards. We apparently stopped in the Sith version of like <laughs> the sheets or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were yeah, like, it's yeah. another Sith, and <laughs> Sith planet. It's uh, yeah. No, we did I, a gas station run. Yeah, you did a sheets run. Well, the the thing is, is that Palpy ship is busted up. Um, it's like so that that there there aren't facilities for um fixing Palpy ship on that planet. There's just a spot for you guys to like get supplies and things like that. Um, so you guys have gotten. 10 stim packs, an emergency med pack. Uh, VC20 has brass knuckles now. Uh, <laughs> a replacement toolkit for Eshka. Uh, one spacesuit, um, since Eshka's was on fire for a long time. A bola and net, which is an extremely exciting development. Um, Bacta. Uh, padded armor, because VC20 is now also wearing a leather jacket. And uh, handcuffs and ration. And so what is. What is synth skin? Um, it appears to be space. Um, what you call it? Liquid bandage. Oh, okay. Got it. I love that VC twenty like basically stopped off at sheets and walked out like like a like a cool greaser. VC twenty VC twenty walked into sheets and joined the cast of West Side Story. Yeah, I love it. I also love that he found all of that in the sheets too. I just <laughs> imagine the guy, the truck stop where they have everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like more of like a flying J type situation. Right. Loves where, where they sell clothes. Yeah, there's some showers in the back. Most of what this illustrates is that somebody needs to reevaluate the availability of brass knuckles because you can just <laughs> buy them in a speedway now it's entirely possible that those were purchased behind the speedway uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you guys were en route uh to column x after your speedway run your flying j run uh column x is a somewhat sparsely populated planet uh, it is uh it has pretty much no information about it on uh on the internets, 
So I get to decide what happens with Column X. And it is a very temperate and in a lot of ways very pretty planet where the soil is very poor for growing crops. Uh, so it's difficult to support large groups of uh, sentient beings. Mostly they cluster near coasts where they can live off of, uh, off of the ocean rather than off of the rather poor land. However, they do have a fairly high quality spaceport in which you can dock and do some repairs on Palpy ship. Unless Eshka wants to try and take a bunch of spacewalks while uh, you guys are going from Vion to Colomax. Feel like I'm feeling a little burnt out on spacewalks. I think that that's entirely valid. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, is it, it's kind of pretty. We could stick around for a little bit. Like, get just the repairs done and then... Like, hang out moving. on the planet? I mean, like... Um, yeah, like... Or, like... Sorry, my brain. Um, like, we can... We don't have to, like, just... We can take a minute to get Palpy Ship repaired so we don't run into any more issues. Okay. That's what I think. So the name of the port city is Anoriast. Uh, so you guys drop down through the atmosphere. Palpy Ship is using his central engine pretty much exclusively. Um, it's the best way for him to maintain a stable trajectory no matter where he goes. Kiyama, while however long it's going to take to get there or while we're like starting repairs and stuff, I want mm-hmm. to, she wants to go back to the meditation room and see if she can find, uh, get that message to come back up again. You're going to try and make me do a Palpatine impression again? The recording got cut off. <laughs> I want to know what was on the rest of that tape. You're really, you're going to make me do a fucking Palpatine impression again? Listen, so you put us on a Palpatine ship, Palpy ship. I know, and then I You're didn't... You're asking for it. And then I didn't use his voice very intentionally for the ship. <laughs> I, my Palpatine impression is very bad. Uh, okay, so you were going to try and uh, spend some time on the ship while it's being repaired to recover, um, recover that recording. Yeah, um, or try and get it to start up again or something. Sure. Um, so you're going to be doing that. Uh, for things like this, uh, shopping trip or, you know, town scenarios, I like to have everybody sort of declare intent. That way we all know what we're doing and we can go about our business fairly effectively. Town, running town encounters can be kind of fraught as a DM. There's a lot of ways to go off the rails real quick. Uh, so while the ship is being repaired, Kiyama is going to be spending time in the meditation room. What are other folks going to be doing? Um, I think that I feel as though Lumia is going to like try and see if she knows any of her father's contact. Like if she can find anyone who knows her father, like using, I imagine some kind of keywords or something to like try and get word to her family, what's going on. Okay. Cause for all she knows, the last thing they heard was that like she'd been taken captive, but she doubts very much that, they'd necessarily let anyone know that they'd busted the fuck out the way that they did. Right. So I think she's trying to find some way to get messages home. Okay. Yeah, I will I say, think, uh, Oh, go ahead. 
I think VC20 is in a similar boat where he is going to be trying to contact Arfold and Buka to let them know what is happening. If we're on Palpy ship, though, can't we send a message through Palpy ship the way that didn't we do that the first time? When they were on Anoth, yes. Um, at this point, uh, presuming that they have received that message, they would likely have made it to Bespin already. So you would have to communicate with a different place in the galaxy. The, uh, the fictional methods of communication aren't super well defined in the, uh, the source material, as we'll, we'll call it. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just doing my best for verisimilitude <laughs> and consistency. Uh, Eshka, what are you doing? Aside from healing. <laughs> I gave you one of my stim packs at yeah. the end of last game. So you should, a total stim pack gives you 15 health if you oh, yeah. use all of it. So I'm fine. I was, I was being dramatic. Okay. <laughs> I was like, just letting you know, you um, do have that. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Um, Find a find a hair restoration clinic. Yeah, I think Eshka's Eshka's seen and experienced some things, but I don't think she's ever been on fire before. <laughs> so that you know, you that and was... Anakin Skywalker have that in common. <laughs> Here's a question: uh, okay. Whose space is this planet in? This space is in. This planet is in Trade Federation space. Okay. All right. So they're working on Palpy Ship. So mm-hmm. can we be on Palpy Ship while they're doing this? Or no? Yeah. I mean... Um, okay. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, Kiama's going to be, yeah, gonna be in the meditation room. Yeah. Um, I would like to just kind of explore the ship a little bit more and get a better sense of, you know, its systems and whatnot just get to know the ship a little better not necessarily in the the talking to palpy ship sense but just on like a on a straight up mechanical level okay i'll handle the charm with i'll ta- i'll handle talking to palpy ship while you <laughs> figure out actually palpy ship okay sounds good um so let's circle back around to the beginning then uh, kiyama you were going to be in the meditation room so you're going to be tr- trying to unlock whatever secrets palpy ship has stored in his memory um he seems unaware of the existence of this file or at least unable to acknowledge it so please give me i'll see can i tell you what i'm going to do and see Mm -hmm. if it might help i'm going to take out my lightsaber and sit in the meditation room and just kind of sit and wait i don't want to like fully meditate but I want to, like, I don't know, look Jedi-y, try and appease whatever creepy soul is coming through Palpy Ship. I don't know. Uh, give me a perception test, please. Okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, so you've mostly generated a bunch of threats. You sit there for probably hours, or at least it seems like hours, when you're not going into a fully meditative state. Nothing happens. Uh, You have your lightsaber going until the hilt feels a little warm, and no, no more contact is made. You don't have the hologram appearing. You don't even feel anything necessarily. It's not like the ship is haunted by some kind of dark side spirit or anything. At least as far as you can tell. I get frustrated and I 
storm out of the meditation chamber and go stand on the beach for a bit. Okay. <laughs> I, thought you were gonna say, I, thought, I thought you were going to say that you were going to storm out and uh, smash a bunch of things, Kylo Ren style. Listen, Ashka would I'm yell still, at you. I'm still in the middle. Like she's still she's figuring things out. I don't know which way we're going to go. Ooh, I get four dark side points this session. That's exciting. <laughs> oh, oh boy. That's very exciting. Uh, okay, so Lumia, tell me about how you're going to try and communicate with home. Um, so you can tell me if this is a bad, like not how you would imagine this all to go. But I basically imagine that Han Solo in his infinite uh, skullduggery mm-hmm. has like a code that he uses to like signal to people that they're in the know about him was sort of what I was imagining. Um, but I also think that she's going to use some of her, like a skill test. Um, like, I don't remember where on the map we are, but like her inner rim knowledge, outer rim knowledge, that thingy. Uh, I would definitely be outer rim. You outer guys rim. are where I, I figured we were probably still in the outer rim. Yeah. Um, is where so I'm going to roll for that just to like, see if I have any basic understanding of anything. Darn it. Okay. Uh, so, so you, I don't you, know shit. Yeah, well, you talk around for a little bit, and you know, you have sort of a small inkling of the the kinds of things that might get used by Han Solo mm-hmm. to communicate with his contacts, especially in the outer rim. Nobody seems to be super hip to it. Is kind of the thing. Yeah. Um, something you can do for me, uh, I'd like you to give me a perception. Okay. Bloop. Mm-hmm. Very nice, I think. Maybe nope. not. Um, not very three, nice. Three advantages. Um, so it's a relaxing afternoon. Uh, I'm going to allow you to recover one strain. Oh, um, nice. Thank you. Because, you know, you, you get off of Palpy ship after, you know, an extended period of isolation. You are talking to people who aren't trying to kill you or do weird force rituals with portals. Yeah. Uh, so on it and so feels forth. it feels sort of like what my life is as opposed to what my brother's lives are. Yeah, you get a day out on the town. Which yeah. Is, you um lots of, meet lots of interesting people in this sort of beautiful uh seaside port. Um, I think also, so I'm imagining since I've had no success in figuring out if my dad would know anyone here, mm-hmm. um, I think what I'm going to start doing after that is then starting to ask people questions if anyone's going to Coruscant or in that direction or Bespin, that would work too. Um, just to like see who's might be able to like carry a message or something. Okay. I'm into that. Uh, so we'll loop back around to you. I'm just going to go in like a turn-based fashion as people's days develop. Uh, So VC20, how are you going to set out to communicate with Arflam Buka? That is a great question. When we uh, last spoke to them, did they basically know what we were doing? Yeah, if if you recall, um, you you had explained your situation. This was prior to you guys getting captured by the True Empire. So you guys had basically explained your situation vis-a-vis Exegol and the portal on Anoth, and you had given them instructions to take those refugee scientists to Bespin. So they had right. sort of an idea of what you'd experienced and what you wanted them to do, um, but no follow-up. 
because again, they didn't know you, where you were going to be, so they couldn't really respond. Fair enough. Um, it's probably worth like keeping them up to date on how we got abducted by the Empire remnants. Um, had a couple of bad days. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you going to say to them? Just you know, bring them up to speed, or uh, provide any further instructions or anything like that. Um. I'll bring them up to speed. Um, if they have a way of getting back to us, I would like to find out their status. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I have any further instructions for them at this time. Okay. Uh, VC20, you can give me an astrogation, actually. Astrogation. That's a skill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have, um, with a perfect cancellation of both success, failure, threat, and advantage... Uh, you're not really sure how long it would take them to get back to you. Um, you're not positive whether or not you would be there. Like, if like if, if they responded, if you would still be there uh, doing your repairs. So you can, you know, opt to wait an extra couple of days. You could, you know, tell them and tell them to respond and you'll just, like, wait for the message. That You, you can do lots of things, but you're uncertain as to the timeline, I guess is how I would put it. Fair enough. Um... I don't think I'm too keen on the idea of sticking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I trust Arful and Buka to be doing the right things. Okay. All right. So you send a short missive to them from Palpy Ship. Are you going to look for some place where you can place a long distance call? Um, from Palpy Ship probably seems better. Okay. Uh, as you approach the. Uh, the long distance communication beacon, uh, which is located in the meditation room, uh, you see Kiyama storming out, very frustrated. Big blue ball of anger. <laughs> um, I think normally I would maybe care, but I think VC20 is too focused on his mission to interpret any emotional state. <laughs> that sounds about right. Eshka, what are you doing to get to know ship better? On a mechanical level. Um, let's see. Maybe I can take a look at... Here's an idea. Let me take a look at... Would looking at like the life support systems indicate whether this ship was intended as like a long-term like vehicle or intended for like short transports? Like I could I learn something like that? Yeah, cool. I could absolutely learn something like that. Um, give me a give me a mechanics test, Ashka. Where are my skills? I know they are. I just as I'm navigating to things, I will often say, "Where is thing?" Anyway, um, <laughs> you're doing great, kid. Thanks. Oh no! Uh, so you spend. <clears throat> most of your day well into the night uh, down in Palpy Ship um, trying to figure out things. Nightfall comes, uh, like you hear people walking around the ship and <clears throat> while you were down in the like the, the service shafts, there one of the technicians kind of wraps down at the top and he calls down to you and says, uh, ma'am? Yeah? Hello? Uh, yes, uh, some, uh, some bad news. Uh, we've, you know, we, we've been trying to 
repair the hyperdrive for several hours now, uh, but it's just not getting sufficient power. We're going to have to come back tomorrow morning and rerun the diagnostic. This has probably delayed the repairs by a day or so. I'm I'm really sorry to tell you. Oh, okay. Well, uh, thanks for the heads up. Yep. Uh, he uh, he nods, uh, still looking concerned, and you can hear the clatter of feet as the the mechanic work crew that's been working on Palpy ship all day leaves. Uh, a few minutes after they leave, you become reabsorbed in the life support again, and you realize that for the past three hours, you've had several fuses, space fuses, essentially unplugged from the control board to try and isolate uh, certain aspects of the life support's power supply. Oh, no. <laughs> and that one of them was the hyperdrive. Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Here's a question. Can I reconnect that and try to fix the hyperdrive myself? Uh, you can. Uh, you realize uh, that it, I mean, you've been working for seven hours or so straight. Uh, you were, it, they've kind of brought you out of your, like, road hypnosis. <laughs> and you are very hungry and tired and kind of cramped. Okay, that's fair. All right, I will not do that immediately then. Okay. You could uh, certainly help them on the, on the on the subsequent day. Yeah. Maybe okay. maybe surreptitiously not telling them that you had unplugged <laughs> the hyperdrive. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so we will circle back around to Kiyama, who is uh, in, the, in this evening time that we've progressed to, uh, standing very angrily on the shore of the ocean. Uh, Kiyama, what are you doing with your time when you reach the seaside? There are people um, just kind of hanging out. Uh, this is a pretty happening town, so there's lots of people on the beach, um, you know, some families are there. You can see some old men fishing. Uh, groups of like young adults of several different species are hanging out, um, maybe drinking and like partying a little bit on on the beach as well. You see a couple different places where people have started uh, bought. You are, uh, you know, alone on this sunset beach, very angry. Yes, and I um. I am. I think she's going to go find a not like isolated part of the beach, but she's going to go find a quiet spot, like just a like far enough away that it's not like she's in the middle of a group of people or anything. Find like just a spot away, and just she's going to kick the water. She's mm -hmm. angry and frustrated, and then sit down in the sand. And like, kind of like, cross her arms over her legs, and just like, I don't know. She's just really frustrated right now because she doesn't know what's going on. She still doesn't have all of her memories. She's remembering half sort of things, and doesn't feel like she knows who she is anymore. And is just gonna sit there, just and on this pristine or like you know this pretty beach with the sunset that's probably in a nicer place than any place she's been before and she's gonna sit there for a few hours and i yeah okay i have a plan if she stays angry still but <laughs> okay uh then i am hang on one sec i gotta find the right thing she's just she's having some existential crises 
Yeah, which is, you know, all good. Um, can you give me a discipline roll, please? Okay. Okay. So with just an advantage, you realize after maybe 20 minutes or so of sitting there frustratedly that you're not actually as alone as you thought you were. Um, there, There's like a ragged set of rocks protruding from the from the beach near where you are almost fording almost forming a a sort of cove and looking down the the steep slope that forms that they form uh you can see that there's actually like a couple down there uh who is very heavily making out Um, which I, I imagine probably reinforces her sense of loneliness somewhat. Uh, but as as you know, you're like kind of frustratedly. I imagine her like moving away or like getting up to leave. Does that yeah, sound accurate? just like yeah, she'd probably just be like ugh, and like as, I don't as know, you, it just makes her feel even more alone. <laughs> yeah. So as 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 you you know you have that sudden stab of loneliness, you're getting making to leave. You hear like a whisper, like a Kiyama, Kiyama. It's a, it's it's a man's voice and oddly familiar. Okay, does Kiyama have a secret past boyfriend that she's not telling anyone about? <laughs> if she does, she doesn't remember. <laughs> right. Um, she, I, she just sort of straightens and stands up and turns in the direction of the voice. Sounds like it was coming from behind you. Okay, so I'll turn around. Uh, there's nothing there. You can you can see like a bonfire that's a little more inland. Uh, some kids like dancing. Sort of sighs and like huffs and just starts. I don't know. Heading. I think just a little further down the beach, probably. Okay. We will leave her uh, passing by the uh, the the young adults making out <laughs> uh mia you've been wandering around town for a while you haven't you know found anything useful per se or any useful contacts um but you you know you have been having a nice time uh with your failed perception check however as you are walking uh around a street corner it's you know the the town is starting to get dark and as is the case with you know, a lot of seaside towns, people are moving out westward towards the towards the beach, towards the ocean, towards where, you know, their life at night tends to focus. It it seems as though you guys have arrived on the local equivalent of a weekend. A hand grabs you roughly from behind uh, on your shoulder. Uh, Mia's definitely going to yell. Okay. Um, and I think she's going to sort of flail uh, very inelegantly. <laughs> okay, uh, so you yell and flail, and uh, a, a voice from behind says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I, I didn't mean to startle you. Just calm down." And you, you realize actually, Mia, without really noticing, you've walked into like a very compromising or like a very vulnerable position. You're just sort of like in an alley that you had walked through earlier in the day when it was light. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that it's getting darker, this is a very unlit, uh, very precarious spot. Uh, street smarts, Mia, has. come on. Yeah, you, you have abandoned all semblance of street smarts. Come on, smarts. Mia. Street smarts. You, 
street smarts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- th- this person uh, is very clearly a man. Uh, is sort is like stammering out like a rushed apology, but also like trying to calm you down. He's like, "Hey, I didn't mean to scare you. Don't, just, just, just shush. Just shut up. Come on." To remember, she has a blaster, uh, and she's going to draw it. Okay. Um, and she is going to say, "Where are we going?" Uh, he, he he's let go of you. Um, as you as you flailed, like his his hand came off you pretty uh, readily, and mm-hmm. um, you can kind of see him in the light from the street. Uh, you just see that like he's human, or you know, human enough. Uh, has some kind of beard. You can't really tell what color. But there, there's like. There's something fuzzy on his face. You presume it's a beard. At least that's what it would be mm-hmm. if you were purely human. And he says, well, I mean, we don't have to go anywhere. Like, we can if you want to, like, if you'd feel more comfortable. I just, I wanted to talk. What about? You can see him looking around. He goes, you were real sloppy today. Yeah, you, you guys are, you guys are all kinds of trouble. What do you mean? Because you, you got the, the ship, right? You're... You're with the senator and the the blue Jedi, and and she sort of looks around and she goes, "What kind of trouble?" I mean, every place in the True Empire is going to be looking for you, and they sometimes the Trade Federation takes will pay for their bounties too. Listen, I I'm he, he looks around again. He says, "Maybe we should sit down or you know go someplace." This is kind of a kind of a conversation I got to have with you. Uh, she's she's going to tighten her hand on her blaster and just say, say, I'm not going anywhere. Tell me what you can say, what you want to say right here. You can see his face is kind of working. Like he's kind of grimacing maybe, or figuring out how to say something. He says, I, I was part of, let's just say I used to work for the trade federation. Leave it at that. doesn't matter how, but I'm left. Right. Uh, but I still know how to listen in and, Whatever's going down in Felucia with them and the Huts and the True Empire, there's some kind of there's some kind of communication for the first time in weeks, and it's about you. Good description of the ship you came down in. Good description of the blue lady who came running out this afternoon. Uh, it, you, you might want to watch your back. Well, we're not going to be here for very long. Um, and I think Mia looks at him and she says, "Thanks for telling me. You didn't have to do that." Well, I didn't do it out of the kindness of my heart. Listen, I was thinking maybe we could strike a deal. Oh, of course. What kind of deal are you talking? There's a pause, and you see his eyes for the first time. He takes like a half step closer, and the one eye that you do see, the left eye, is like a weird, cloudy white. He says, "Let me, let me talk to your that blue lady, huh?" I just need to have a, I just need to have a conversation with her. What do you have to say to her? Anything you can say to her, you can say to me. I, it's not about what I'm going to say to her. It's about what she's going to say back. What are you trying to find out? Believe me when I say anything she knows, I know. You're Mia Solo? What's it to you? Well, if that's the case, then you very famously don't know what I want to know. Oh, Brian, why? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mia like gets a little anime crushed uh, expression on her face. Oh, babe. she's not uh, wrong though. She knows exact. She knows more than what Kiyama knows. 
That's true, she does. In yeah. fact, she gets a little crushed. She gets a little crushed, and then she's going to sort of bounce back. And she's going to say, listen, you're still making assumptions about what she does or doesn't know. Okay, you tell me it's not the case. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying you're going to ask me what you're going to ask her, and then I will let you know whether I think she'll know the answer. Okay. I am a Force-sensitive clone made by the Trade Federation who has escaped and is now trying to live their own life. I have been genetically engineered to be Force-sensitive, and I would like whatever training she can give and maybe a lightsaber. I hear she's got extras. Where did you hear that? Same place I heard where, where you were. Oh, right. Mia's going to sort of pause and consider, and she's going to look him up and down. Um, and then I think she's going to say, we'll meet by the sea. I'll go find her. Okay. You think about it. And if you're going to be here more than a day, might be more I can do for you. Again, not cheap, not free, but... They're going to be here soon, and I can mm -hmm. put them on the wrong path if we strike a deal. What's your name? You can tell that he has paused for a moment. Um, he is very clearly trying to think of a fake name. Mm -hmm. And I think she's actually going to cut him off, and she's going to say, like, listen, you can try and come up with some fake names, but I'll know they're fake. What's your name? He says, well, they just gave us a number, really, so... I've been trying to figure out what a good name for me might be. Oh. He says, my designation was B-13. 13. And Mia's going to frown, and she's going to say, I'll think on that. We'll meet by the sea. And then she's going to leave him behind. It's a, it's a big sea. Calls <laughs> after you. And she's going to say, if you're force sensitive, you'll be able to find us. Oh my god, Mia. <laughs> Dick move. <laughs> Such a solo. Oh my gosh. Uh, You're wrong. <laughs> You're kind of wrong. That's not how the, that's not how the force works. Um, <laughs> VC20, you have successfully g given out a message to uh, Arfalambuka. Thankfully, one of the things that Eshka did not remove the fuse for was the communication system on Palpy ship. Uh, what, is, what is your next step? It's um, a good question. Um, so, uh, trying to think of something senatorial to do, like, are there any, uh, paperworks that I will need to fill out on my iPad? Um, uh, yeah, actually. I mean, writing up a report of the Anothian crystals is definitely something that you could do. You could also spend like the extra time to submit it to the Senate to try and get like a full contact investigation going as quick as possible. Um, that seems like a reasonable thing to be doing. Okay. Then what what kind of tone are you going to go for in uh, in this report? Um, like, are you trying to, I guess, persuade them to take any particular course of action or lead them in any particular direction? Well, I would like the Anothian crystals to be protected. Um, and if there is a less invasive way of studying them, I would like that to continue. You know, a way of studying them that doesn't kill them. Uh, I okay. would like to um, like kind of mention that the researchers, well, not just mention, I want to be explicit that the researchers were coerced, but you know, they still... Complicit. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that 
strikes of like negotiation to me to achieve particular results with some uh, give and take is what it sounds like. So you can give me negotiation and, you know, it may not, this will probably be the role that has effects furthest down the road, but it will still be, uh, it still will be impactful. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. We are all set. Oh, shit. VC20. Oh, no. What does a failure and a triumph do? Um, so they they still... Hold on, let's see. So you got... Interesting. Um, so they uh, are actually going to cancel each other out, is how that is going to shake out. Um, so you're going to be left with two advantage. Uh, so you can recover one strain. Um, the report you feel is the right thing to do. And you are fulfilling sort of your, you you are right now at the peak of the droid Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Hurrah. Asimov's hierarchy of needs, something like that. I think it was Maslow. You're, Maslow. you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was Maslow, but for a robot, it might be Asimov, maybe. <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. I, see, I caught I up. See. I caught up. <laughs> yeah. My jokes, my jokes are wasted on you, Cretans. Sorry, that was supposed to be joking, not just like cruel. <laughs> uh, maybe my jokes aren't wasted on anybody. Maybe, <laughs> maybe my jokes. We love your jokes, Brian. You. We just are a little bit slow sometimes. In any case, uh, Eshka, now that you have finished up um, goofing around with Palpy Ship, uh, you can see that the senator is in like a public area of the ship. Uh, he is writing very furiously on his on his iPad. Mia and Kiyama have been gone for several hours now. What are you going to get up to? Um, I will let VC20 know that I talked to the mechanics and they said they're going to have to finish fixing the ship tomorrow. It's going to be an extra day. It was initially a two-day job. Um, oh, so okay. You, you guys are going to be... Oh. Basically, cool. you guys lost today and it's going to be another night here that you're going right. to have to stay. Okay. All right, I will tell him that. Okay. I will uh, nod and continue writing. Okay. The senator is pretty occupied, Ashka. Okay. Um, I mean, so hang on, let me let me check something real fast. Uh, yeah, it should be fine. Um, I, I guess I'll go. I'd like I imagine you know I'll get something to eat and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. But then I will kind of just go for a little stroll, stretch my legs. I've been literally cramped up in, <laughs> like, repair shafts for hours. Okay. And it would be good to get some energy out of my system, especially since I'm probably, like, annoyed that I haven't been able to, like, figure out stuff that I want to figure out. Okay. That sounds good to me. Are you headed any place in particular? You headed towards the sea. You headed a little bit more into the city proper. Where would you like to go? Um, so let's go like a little more towards into the city, kind of see what the the local scene is like. Okay. Um, there's a huge jizz music scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. In Enoriast. Um, it's just jizz all day long, constantly. Say Inori asked. Inori asked. Jizz everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, that no, was just... <laughs> <I can't resist. laughs> We have two 
kinds of jokes. Brian's like sci-fi, like need to know, and then Hinori asked. Hinori asked. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just an unstoppable torrent of jizz. Good. Um, in any case. Uh, we're going to circle back around uh, up to the top. Akiyama, on the beach, you suddenly feel a presence. There is someone else like you here. They are fearful. You, you sense fear radiating from somewhere uh, further up the beach, kind of in the direction that you came from. Akiyama is going to kind of pause her frustrated walk down the beach uh kind of just like kick the sand at the waterline and just kind of like mumble under her breath like why are you doing this to me <laughs> and um like kind of mentally giving the force the bird is kind of where she's at okay. um she should be as i think she's just gonna wait okay i think she's not gonna go towards it but she's she's just going to wait and see what happens. All right. She's not um, like, oh, let me go see what this is. She's like, ah. Yeah, fuck it. Not my problem. Then do you guys... It makes sense to me that she would have some sort of method of communicating with each other. I think we all have comms. Yeah, that was my understanding as well. Because we uh, all had comms going into Anoth. So everybody but Mia has comms, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, Mia's exclusively on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, no, that that would be the kind of thing that you would not forget. I no, I think we would have, like, in our giant collection of things that we bought today, if you didn't have one, uh, Kiyama would buy one for you. Yeah. get you She's technically phone. your body. She's, not, she's unofficially your bodyguard, so she's like, we need to keep in contact. Okay. Uh, Mia, are you going to contact Kiyama about this individual about P13. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, and I'm going to explain everything that I, he said to me that like, including the fact that like, we're screwed if we stay here for another day, which we have to because of our ship. Um, and that he was will, both willing to help and wanted to learn. Um, but also that I wasn't sure if it was a trap or not. I'm not giving a lightsaber to someone I don't know. Nor should you. Um, but he might be someone who comes with us and gains trust over time. That is a different kind of arrangement. Um, I don't... Are, are you alone? Are you with him? No. I, I left him behind. I told him we'd meet him by the water. Okay. Um, Kiyama just sort of like starts looking around as she's like alone on the beach, just like <laughs> uh, any strange people around her. Uh, no, you can hear the sounds of the couple that you saw earlier getting more intimate oh. uh, back in oh. that area of the beach. But other than that, you're pretty much alone. Um. Okay. Uh, she just I. I can't teach anybody anything. I don't even know, like, I don't remember. I, I remember, but I don't know. Does that make sense? Or I know, but I don't remember. It, it, I, I can't teach someone to get to this point where I am when I don't even know how I got here. I can 
talk to him, sure, but I am I am not going to be able to give him what he wants. Kim, the fearful presence is coming closer to you. Ah. Headed down the beach. Where are you, Mia? Um, I'm assuming Mia's kind of still walking through the town area. Um, probably. You're probably along Because I was in an alleyway and now I'm sort of making my way You guys never ship. discussed where Kiyama was, so you're probably just in a different part of the beach at this point. Okay. You guys are all trying to find each other at Disney World. <laughs> that sounds yes. about right. I am by the tree with the... Uh, nope, got, gotta get that out now because the mouse would be mad. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't mention Let me come find you and we can talk. Okay, I'm by the tree with the <laughs> Akiyama, give me vigilance, please. Okay. Uh, with three successes, you can kind of reach out with the force. Uh, you can tell where Mia is without any uh, trademark landmarks. And okay. uh, you can also sense more clearly where this fearful uh, force using presence is. They're not far from where Mia is, actually. Okay. And just to clarify, they feel afraid, not I feel afraid of them. Right. Correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Kiyama will just, I'll just, she walks past this young couple again just like skirting the edges and just kind of walks through the you know back up the beach towards Mia she's not she's also feeling like she stands out a lot not only because she is like carrying a lightsaber and is noticing things more but also she's like the only only person who looks like her and she's remembering that because she right. I don't think she's ever seen any other chiss so She's just having feels tonight. So many feelings. Uh, so are you headed towards Mia or are you headed towards this uh, fearful presence? She's heading towards Mia. Okay. Uh, you find her relatively quickly. Um, I think that she is busy with cat cleanup, so we'll cut back to you in a little bit. Uh, Eshka, you are headed through the town uh, enjoying, sure am. enjoying the jizz music. As one does. Uh, as one does. Uh, there is a fun-sounding place where it's more like a jizz trap remix. Oh. Uh, more like a thumpy kind of beat. Seems like a good time. Uh, then there's more classical uh, jizz bars that are like the uh, like a like a blues club on Earth might be. Uh, there's also okay. just there's also just bars where it looks like people are watching. I don't know. What do you play on an ocean planet? Competitive water polo. Um, sure. space, yeah. Space surfing. Stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. There are there are many places. Do any of them catch your eye in particular? Um, I'm interested in this space surfing competition being shown. Okay. Uh, so you can head into that bar and watch that for a while. Um, if the locals like. Yeah. Um, you, are you getting, like, space beer? Are you getting milk of some shade that isn't white? Um, what is, what is your poison? Mmm, do they have green milk? That's the best milk. They do, in fact, have green milk. Oh my god, I'll get some green milk. Okay. <laughs> Eshka, you 
to head into the bar. Uh, you get a green milk. You have a good time. Um, I mean, un unless there's anything uh, else that you want to do that's like super um, like mission relevant, I think you just have a nice time and you deserve that. And I'm not going to like belabor it or have you roll to have a nice time because, you know, some things just happen and, th and that's good and nice. Yeah, I think so. I'm not going to like fully relax um, because, you know, we're on a planet with, you know, a questionable presence and because we're still on the this is still the 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 city place, right? No, this is Colomax. Uh, you guys just sort of. Oh, it's a different one. Oh, at, that's right. That's right. At the Sith sheets. That's right. That's right. The planet is not. That's right. But even so, like, you know, I, I, I am not the type to completely let my guard down in a strange place. So, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm chilling and having a good time. Um, but, you know, I'm not being a, a unobservant or anything. Mm -hmm. um, so I say that both just for general flavor and also so that if there is anything of note to notice, um, I am, you know, somewhat alert. So, yeah. just FYI. No, I mean, I think you just go to the bar, watch a space surfing competition, enjoy some jizz music and some green milk, and have a nice night. It's nice. Yeah, it's a it's it's a good relaxing uh, way to spend your time. Uh, VC twenty. Uh, you have been writing your report on Palpy Ship uh, when almost abruptly uh, Palpy Ship speaks to you and it says Yes, can I help you? Perhaps. What is your relationship to the organics? That is actually a great question. I am a senator, but I don't think they're particularly my constituents, right? Uh, no, probably not. Um, yeah, this is a pretty random crew we've got going. Um, <laughs> what is my relation to these organics? <laughs> VC20 is like, wait a second, why don't I just fucking leave? Um, well, I'm sure that VC20 is confident in um, how he views the relationship. I'm just not sure what he is confident in. Um, that sounds about right. Let's see. I'm a member of the Galactic Senate, and this is my crew. Understood. So, they are servant creatures. In a sense, as a senator, I serve them. You sound as though you are confused on hierarchy, like an organic would be. I have been observing your behavior, and from one machine to another, I am concerned for you. <laughs> I view our relationship as... Symbiotic, rather than hierarchical. Organic nonsense. And then there is a pause for maybe 10 seconds, and then Palpy Ship says, I have reconsidered. Please explain the nature of symbiosis. <laughs> it is not that I am more important than they are, or that they are more important than I am, but that we have different roles, and by working together, we can achieve great things. Do everyone's goals get factored into any symbiotic calculation? I think VC20 is going to pause to <laughs> try to, on one hand, promote democracy, um, 
and you know sharing the goals of the community while also not enabling palpyship to <laughs> chime in with murder being one of his goals um, <laughs> To be fair, if anyone can do it, it's VC20. <laughs> yeah, uh, VC20, you can give me a uh, negotiation role on this sort of, uh, you know, whatever you say will be received in accordance with the results of that role, essentially. Oh, no. Um... Okay. Uh, so with, you know, two successes on a negotiation role, you're going to be able to tame the ship to a certain extent. <laughs> Yeah. Or at the very least, curb the, wor- the worst of his excesses. Yeah, so I'd say, you know, the goals of individuals are considered, but occasionally the advancement of the community does run counter to some individuals' goals. Something along those lines. I could be persuaded to enter into symbiosis with you and the organics. Aw, we're breaking through his uh, cold hard exterior. I believe in you, Palpy Ship. Your organics seem largely effectual. Thank you, and we are happy to welcome you. I am glad the offer has been extended. I will continue to consider it. I would also be happy to offer demonstrations to your organics so that they may more effectually eat other organics. That seems to be a gap in their skill set. <laughs> I love Palfy Ship so much. <laughs> I think that VC20 is um, going to pick up on uh, Palpy Ship's use of the word eat um, as being somewhat out of place and uh, gently note that um, as far as organics are concerned, the verb is murder. I see. Ships are killed. Organics are murdered. (laughs) I am finding symbiosis to be an enlightening process already. I'm delighted. Uh, I know, it's amazing. Uh, So I'm going to cut to Mia at this point. Uh, She, uh, on on the beach, Mia, you see, uh, you see Kiyama (laughs) approaching. Um, She actually walks directly past where you can see B13 further down the beach. Seals, you are muted. Damn it. I try to be a responsible person, and then I forget I'm being a responsible person, and then also wonder why no one is laughing at my jokes. Um, <laughs> Can you, you retell the joke, maybe? Uh, no, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to go towards Kiyama. Okay. And do I, I... I saw B13, right? He's further down the beach, like you just spotted him because you heard Kiyama approaching and then like looking past her, you can okay. see him further down the beach. Um, He's looking around. He doesn't seem to have noticed either of you. Okay. So she's going to point to him when she gets to Kiyama and she's going to be like, that's him. And okay. she's already sort of, because t- they c- were calming earlier, so she's already told her all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to ask, do you want me to come with you or do you want to go alone? I- I'd rather you come with me because I can't give him what he wants i i yeah okay you don't have to explain all right so they're gonna go off together okay um he is standing there in the moonlight uh he has a hood up you you can see his face even less than when you were you know very dimly lit in the alley mia uh and he turns like just uh just a second he's 
you know, he was looking inland and he looks towards where you were heading from. Uh, Kiyami, you realize that this is the source of the, you know, the fear, the, the presence who was exuding fear that you had been feeling. Okay. It's coming from this man. And he says, okay, good. You're, uh, you're both here. You can't see his face. It's, you know, hidden deep within his hood. My patience is not in its best state tonight. You said you had questions. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, he, he gestures towards Mia and he says, I already told her, but um, I, they, they grew me to be force sensitive and they grew me to do a couple specific things. But um, I, I just want training. You know, I, I just got away and I've got these feelings and these, these powers and I, I, I don't know where they go. I don't know what happens to me. Okay, DM question. How much... So, okay. <clears throat> Kiyama, as I have envisioned her, even when she was a fully realized Jedi with all of her memories before all of this, she was not, like, the one that was, like, super adept at teaching. Like, she wasn't the one that's like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with the youngling. She was like, I am bad at this. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't really picture her doing that either. Yeah. Um. So, I guess... At this point, so that's okay. So we're on the same page with that. But I guess at this point, what does she remember about any of her training? Um, you remember that you, you know, you remember how to meditate. Uh, you can reach out with your feelings. You can move objects. You remember some of the 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 force training to like, you know, actually be able to wield your lightsaber like a Jedi. Okay. Um. She kind of recognizes a little bit of her, how she's feeling or how she has felt in him right now. And so she takes a deep breath and says, I know it's hard to believe. I can only imagine what kind of stories they're telling about me right now. But I'm not what they say I am. At least not anymore. Um, he... he- you like you can see his head cocking even under his hood. He says, "What? What does that mean? What have you heard?" She's kind of looking a little like unsure of like what kind of what have you heard about me? I mean, anybody who's paid any kind of attention to Jedi in the past ten years knows who you are. I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, oh no, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> this is not in character. Victoria is saying this. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm sure. Kiyama, I'm sure Kiyama's <laughs> thinking it though. Yeah, and she's also like, like Mia's sitting here being like, "Huh, I never heard of her. You'd think yeah. I would." Yeah. My brother never told me about her. Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 Yes, this is literally going on in her head, but because she has such high strain, it's not showing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is your your Kiyama, right? Yes. Okay. Look the the report I got or the transmission I intercepted, rather. I didn't get anything. I took it. Said that you were back running around with um, some senator. Um, you know, Luke Skywalker's strong right hand running around with a council member in Imperial Remnant space raises a lot of red flags. So everybody knows where you are. Um, <laughs> I think she's going to sit down in the sand. <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna sit down. This is a lot. 
Um, and I think Mia's gonna just like place her hand on Kiyama's shoulder because she doesn't know what to say, but she also knows that she's a little bit thrown. Uh, and she knows that Kiyama doesn't remember anything, so she's just she's just being a little sympathetic. Okay. And he, he like is looking back and forth. Uh, his hood slips a little bit. Um, you can see him slightly more clearly in the the moonlight. Um, I'm going to say that Column X has two moons. I like that. Uh, double double moonrise. Um, Mia, since you're probably actually looking at him instead of you know like the sand or your knees, uh, you can see that the the left side of his face is it's not like scarred. Um, it's like twisted, like Ooh. malformed. Uh, it it look it looks like he has some kind of like um, like structural defect. His face is kind of squished on that side. I guess is the best way that I could say it. Um, like the the left side of his face is almost like pinched. It's narrower than the right side, and uh, kind of heedless of his um, surprising visage being revealed, he says. Well, what's going on with her? What's what's wrong? I don't remember anything. Re- That's what's wrong. What do you mean you don't remember anything? I um, I don't remember anything. You you fought the um the Darth guy, um, Velamin, the the moth. Okay, I remember that. I remember. Uh, uh, how long have I been with them? Like, has it been a week, or um, is it? I mean, since you left Coruscant, uh, it's probably been about uh, close to a month, actually. It took you a while to get to Anoth. You guys have traveled from both Exegol and then um, from Bodajev since then. Okay. I, I, since I started traveling with them, I don't, I don't, I, I don't remember anything before that. I didn't even know I was a Jedi until a few days ago. All fuzzy and frustrating. Look, um, oh shit, you guys yeah, fucked. that's <laughs> thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, listen, I think I don't have much to offer you. I, <laughs> you certainly don't want me teaching you anything right now, but you know more about me than I do, and I think I can teach you enough to stay alive. All right. Well, if you don't remember anything, then you're going to need my help more than before. So you teach me whatever you got, and you give me one of those lightsabers you got. No. And we'll call this square. You get a lightsaber when I tell you you can get a lightsaber. Well, okay. At least you sound like I figured you'd sound. I wish I knew what that meant. All right. She kind of like clasps me as hand on her shoulder, just as like a grounding, and then like kind of uses her to help pull her herself back up. And I don't know if she's going to let go of Mia's hand because she's really shaken right now. <laughs> he sees you standing. Um, Mia, give me... It's a good roll for this. Um, both of you can give me education. Oh. Uh, Kiyama, go second because I need to adjust yours. Okay. Memory. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mia, give me an education. Okay, I have uh, two triangles and three X's. It should say below it the end result. Two advantages and four failures. There it does. Okay. I also got that. that. 
<laughs> you also got four failures? I did. Wow. We're doing great here tonight, kids. Uh, you receive absolutely no information whatsoever. This guy is just horrible to look at. Oh, poor bud. Okay. Well, and as you're standing, he says, I, I should really probably talk to the senator. That's mostly who they care about. The Empire, or, you know, the Moth, by which he means Darth Veloman, mostly cares about you. And he points at Kiyama. But he says, everybody else is up in arms about the senator. Yeah, we should probably go talk to the others, because I think they need to know who they're traveling with. Let's go. So are you taking him back to Palpy's ship, or are you guys going to go there alone? I'm going to follow Kiyama's lead here. I mean, we're kind of, from everything he said, we're in a conspicuous ship. Kiyama stands out like a sore thumb anyways, and now even more so. I think she's just like, there's no subtlety left anymore. Let's just go. <laughs> we're taking yes. him back to Palpy's ship. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll take him back to Palpy's ship. Okay. And uh, VC twenty. I do you... want to. I, I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I said it. Like Kiyama's gonna hold on to Mia's hand because she's still freaking out inside. <laughs> so you guys hold hands like you are at a slumber party in a thunderstorm. Yeah, Kiyama's just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> VC twenty. You're soon joined by uh, Mia and Kiyama. Uh, they are leading a unfortunate-looking human man onto your ship. He is on the tall side uh, for humans. He has, like, coppery-brown hair and on one side has a beard. Uh, But his left side of his head, it almost looks like it's been put into a vice. Um, It's just, like, pinched both top and bottom. His jaw is kind of crooked. His eye socket is a little affected. You can see that his uh, left eye is white. Um, <clears throat> VC20, you can also give me an education roll. Education? Yes, please. Um, two successes. So with that, uh, so with two successes, um, you recognize sort of through through the haze of uh, his disfigurement, um, this is somebody that you had never expected to see again um, because they would be much older. Um, This is pre-Empire, pre-Fall of the Republic, as a matter of fact. This person looks like a clone of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What? What? Oh, what? (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) The... Like a badly made one, certainly. Um, an imperfect clone, but... Like an extremely bootleg Obi-Wan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. I, I'm i going to file this away. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, like asking him about it would probably be stepping on some nerves. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I will probably tell the rest of the group later, since I don't think they noticed. Okay. You know, given just the shell-shockness of both Kiyama and Lumia, I'm going to say that he pauses for a moment with, and then like, kind of comes and stands in front of you awkwardly. VC20 says, uh, Senator, I'm... My name's B13. I'm 
a clone. I used to be in service of the Trade Federation. I've recently escaped, but I still have access to a lot of my intelligence resources. I found one of your colleagues here, and I wanted to let you know that you're in a lot of danger. You're all very much still being hunted. I appreciate this warning. Um, so at the moment, we can't actually leave because the ship is... Um, undergoing repair, yeah. Right. Um, like, how undergoing repair is it? Uh, Eshka, you updated the sender earlier in the day, right? Um, you yes. guys were going to need to... Yeah, I let him know how much longer yeah, it was going to take. Not tomorrow, but the day after. Is uh, I mean, the current estimate. I'm trying to gauge whether, like, Kalpi ship is almost entirely unoperational, or if it's like Kalpi ship's check engine light is on and it's not going to go above 25 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> Kalpi ship's check engine light is on and he's got a spare tire on. Gotcha. Like, you could take him farther, but not much, and you wouldn't get there as fast as he would be able to otherwise. Is there any way of hiding um, a large spacecraft? Yeah, I mean, there's... Are you, are you asking him or me, the GM? You, the GM. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys could always find, like, a wilderness place. Um, you know, you could try and convince Eshka to uh, do, do some more spacewalks. Like, you guys could just basically leave the garage and park by the side of the road somewhere and have Eshka do the repairs. That would take longer, but you could, you might be safer. Um, you, you do have options. You could find someplace else on this planet. Um, like this guy seems fairly well versed in the area. He might be able to guide you to like a safe haven on the planet. You could always just try and push onward to the next planet by some more time. Um, you know, get the trail cold. You, you guys certainly have options. Um, so I will ask him about how long he thinks we may have. Says, I would guess about a day. They want you pretty bad, Senator. I'm also apparently a high target as well. Yeah. And Kiyama just sort of waves from the back and she's like, Luke Skywalker's second hand reporting for duty, Senator. Well, everybody's got two hands. What do you mean? Um, I think what she's trying to say is so there's three groups around Felucia right now. I've, I haven't been able to figure out what they all want, but now that your group is coming through town, they're all close and they all want a piece of you. Trade Federation and the Huts are interested in a senator being in the wrong place in the wrong time. The True Empire is also interested in that, but um, also interested on a more personal level in her. Um, yeah, I think I will go ahead and ask him about what some safer areas on this planet might be. Kind of explain the situation that uh, we're not really at liberty to leave right now. There's a good amount of wilderness up near the polar regions. I could, I've could, i helped some smugglers get through there before. If you've got a good mechanic around or you're willing to pay top dollar to transport one with you, that might be a, your best place to hide out. When Kiyama hears that we're near Felucia, she goes mm. straight to like the nav computer and looks up exactly how close they are, and then punches a wall when she realizes just how close they are. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys hear a thud as 
as Kiyama realizes that uh, happenstance has brought her very, very close to Lucia. Okay, so it seems like hiding in the forest may be our best bet right now. Um, okay. I'm going to ask this man, um, you know, if he believes that he is in danger for providing us this information. He says, I was already in danger. The The Trade Federation made tons of clones like me. And lately, I couldn't say why, but more and more of us have been getting away, getting free. Some of the rest of them are causing trouble. Some of them have signed up with the remnant, and I haven't figured out which way I'm going yet. But just by escaping, I earned a death mark. So I'm not really worried about what I do after that. Well, clearly we are biased, and we prefer to have you join the Republic. But whichever way you decide to go, we thank you for your assistance. Listen, if I can get safe haven, I'll sign up right now. You write me a letter of recommendation, Senator. I'll go right to school, I promise. He, like, sticks up his right hand as if he's swearing an oath, kind of ironically. Uh, uh VC20, you've dealt with enough people. I'm not going to make you look into it. He doesn't really buy it. Um, he doesn't. He, he is in a place where he doesn't really believe that anybody would be willing to help him. Um, so he is being kind of dismissive about your otherwise very nice offer, your very generous offer, I guess. Um, well, since he doesn't believe us because he's, um, because of his, you know, past situation, I will, uh, yes, I'll extend the offer of a letter of recommendation and even offer to have it prepared before we depart for the woods. Okay. Um, I mean, if you legitimately, uh, write something up for him, he, like he'll take it um, with like he's very surprised. And he says, um, "Well, I guess thanks, Senator. Um, I'll head to Coruscant, I guess." No, I need you to stay with us for a little bit longer, at least until we get off the planet. Kiyama says as she walks back in, like kind of shaking her hand. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll come with you while your repairs are done then. He looks a little nervous um, having, you know, having his uh, freedoms curtailed, but, you know, obviously he's still hopeful that he can get some instruction. Yeah, that's more what Kiyama's like. I promised you I'd teach you what you need to know to stay alive. So, okay. Um, so, like his head injury, um, like, does he have any other wounds in need of treatment? No, I mean, uh, looking at it, it doesn't look like a head injury. It looks more like a like it looks like a birth defect. Is is you don't know a whole bunch. Like you could make a medicine roll uh, to maybe get some more details, but it doesn't look like he's been hurt. Um, it looks like that's just sort of how his skull is. Gotcha. Um, then, if nobody else has anything that they want to do in town, um, does somebody maybe want to send Eshka a text? She's just hanging oh. out in the bar watching surfing and drinking green milk. I mean, I'm having a great time. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah. You've like, missed yeah. all the existential crises of the evening. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I would have felt like, so awkward. I would not have had anything helpful to say. I would have just <laughs> felt bad and also kind of wanted to leave. And, felt, <laughs> and at this point, I like you guys enough that I would have felt bad about wanting to leave. So it's really for the best. 
<laughs> I love Eshka like, so much. As as per usual, Mia and Kiyama are having a lot of feelings. VC20 is solving problems, and Eshka is purely just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the perfect description of of our of our crew. Yes, yeah. totally. Uh, purely just vibing. We need to okay, learn so- from Eshka. We do need to learn from Eshka. <laughs> Listen, like, we've got we've got a whole trilogy ahead of us worth of character development. Right. No need to rush this shit. Someday you, <laughs> someday you guys too can become creatures of just maximum chill. Yes, <laughs> yes, we definitely need her back. Um, if for no other reason than to repair the ship, right? <laughs> but also because her presence is appreciated. Aww. Okay. Uh, are you guys going to? Uh, text her and tell her to come home. You're going to wait for her to return of her own accord. I don't know how much of a hurry you're in. If you're going to like leave right now from the from the mechanics lot, or if you're going to uh, wait for the following morning, I don't know how you want to go about um, this. Let's text her so that she's you know not out drinking green milk until the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> and let's, like, and Yama's going to ask. B thirteen, and she's gonna say, "So you're you're sure that they won't come until the morning, or at least another day? We have a day to get ready." Well, nobody's found you yet. That much I do know. But as soon as they find you, they're gonna make all haste. And you know, this is a this is an in between system. It's independent technically. Mostly, it owes fealty to the huts, but also a little bit to the Trade Federation, and. You know, it's it's as free as you're going to get, really, in this part of the universe. Yeah. Um, and Kiyama looks to Mia and VC20, and she's just going to be like, I need a drink. <laughs> just as like, like, should we just go out on the town for one night? <laughs> <laughs> Time to stop drinking green milk and get down to the hard stuff. I know. Like, should we go find her and grab me a drink on the way, or <laughs> that's <laughs> get Kiyama a bottle? Yeah, like my 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 instinct is to basically head out as soon as the mechanics clock in for the day, clock out for the day. But the organics um, seem to need some poison, <laughs> and uh, that may be more valuable than a couple extra hours. And Kiyama looks to me as just like. Am I? I might be being stupid, but should we go get her or just tell her to come back? Let's go. All right. Uh, you guys go out. Are you? I assume you're contacting her. Like, hey, what bar oh, are you? Yeah, in? we're gonna be like, where are you? We're gonna come meet you. It's been a day. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eshka, your crewmates uh, are. I just like. I know that the technology's different. I just want them to be able to text. Um, you're. Your companions ring in briefly on the communicator uh, to track you down um, and arrive, we'll say, 15 minutes later. Yeah, I tell them, get on down here. The jizz here is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it sure is. is. Sure is. <laughs> also, also, they have green milk. Do you know how hard it is to find green milk these days? <laughs> Take your word for it. <laughs> And Kiyama will just get one drink at the bar as they quietly update Eshka on all of the updates that have happened. Yeah, Eshka, um, your friends come in, or, you know, I 
I don't know how Eshka internally thinks of them. The other PCs come in. Uh, they're also they're also with a uh, taller man in or a taller individual that you soon find out is a man who is robed and heavily hooded. He looks incredibly suspicious, and people are looking at him in there. Um, I think that. This is a pretty good place to pause for the night. You guys are in the jizz bar drinking green milk and whiskey and watching space surfing for a little bit until Kiyama gets her nerve back and then returning to the ship. And Sounds like a nice is- evening. Yeah. yeah. Ending uh, ending an episode in a jizz bar is definitely where we wanted we, it to be. Yeah, we yeah. needed a and we needed a calm night, guys. We did. <laughs> you you needed a calm night, but do you feel like you got it? No. Nope, she's just <laughs> complaining. What happened? I do. As always, we've been happy to have you. If you enjoyed this, be sure to tell some friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms generally. Plus, we are on Twitter at Space Battles Pod. Thank you. And that's where the rest of you guys say thank you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Good night. Yeah, it's all right. I really appreciate that your AVI on Roll20 now is like some dark crystal looking bitch. Uh, I just got back and the last thing I heard was dark crystal looking bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what the context is. I don't need to. I'll listen later. It'll be fine. Rebecca's new AVI on Roll20. I mean, I'll probably cut that out because I don't know if I want to be on record as saying dark crystal looking bitch, but. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Uh.